Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Monday, and this is the ninth week after Pentecost. This week, we will direct our attention to the Gospel reading that's assigned for the coming weekend, a reading in which Jesus teaches his disciples to read the signs of the times. Our theme this week is, Jesus' disciples know what time it is. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving, and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God, and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, But in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Luke chapter 12, beginning at verse 49 and running through verse 56. Jesus said, I have come to cast fire upon the earth, and how I wish it were already ablaze. I have a baptism with which to be baptized, and what constraint I am under until it is completed. Do you think that I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I tell you, but rather division. From now on, five in one household will be divided, three against two, and two against three. They will be divided father against son, and son against father, mother against daughter, and daughter against mother, mother mother-in-law against her daughter-in-law, and daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. He also said to the crowds, When you see a cloud rising in the west, you immediately say, It is going to rain, and so it happens. When you see the south wind blowing, you say, There will be scorching heat, and it happens. You hypocrites, you know how to interpret the appearance of earth and sky, but why do you not know how to interpret the present time? So this is the reading that's assigned for the coming week. And uh, throughout this week, we're going to uh, go piece by piece, little by little, through this. But to get a sense of the whole, uh, we read the whole thing uh, this morning. And there are two parts to this gospel that's assigned. The first part, we find Jesus once again talking about the conflict that is sparked by his coming into the world. 
These words are shocking to our ears because we hear Jesus say things that seem to be the opposite of what we would expect Jesus to say. And yet we have to remember that in this part of Luke's Gospel, we find Jesus on his way to Jerusalem. This is the final part of his ministry. The miraculous days of ministry in Galilee are behind us, and now the cross looms large on the horizon. The urgency and intensity that we heard in last week's Gospel about being ready for the appearance of the Son of God, being ready for the appearance of God's kingdom in surprising ways that it's already at work, is only growing now with each and every step that Jesus takes closer to the cross. And so that's what Jesus is teaching his disciples then in the second half of the text. We can predict the weather by observing the wind direction, the direction and appearance of clouds and where they come from. But what does it mean for the world that God's Messiah, that the Son of God, has appeared? Can we tell what God is doing in the world around us and act accordingly? Since Jesus has appeared, the day of salvation must be near. Since Christ has appeared, it must be time for us to change our mind about this world and how it's constructed, and all about where it is headed. It is now time to draw near to God, who has drawn near to us in Christ. And, and yet, what Jesus is experiencing from some, those people who are in authority, uh, those people maybe even in the towns and the villages, is opposition, not repentance. And so the ministry then ought to bring peace, is bringing conflict. And the ministry through which God intends to reconcile the entire world is bringing division. So if there was any doubt that we in this world were lost in sin, then this response to God's loving movement into the world proves our need for God to remain faithful and enduring in God's love for us in the way that has now been put into action and put into motion in Jesus Christ. As we look to live our lives now as Jesus' people in this world, we too will be encounter conflict and division. Sin is still at work in the world. But Jesus teaches us that even though the world might hate us, we overcome the world through Christ, by his faithfulness to the way of God, the way of steadfast love and mercy and forgiveness and generosity. And now, more than ever, we need to be God's loving people, even if it sparks division. Because the time is short, and God's love has already won the day. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, who promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham. 
to set us free from the hands of our enemies. Free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, and you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all the gifts of healing and forgiveness, the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For what else are we truly thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, but especially for the people, the leaders, the ministries of St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, for those who govern the nations of the world, for the people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, for what else, for who else do we pray today? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.